Hi everybody, welcome to the Unfuck the World podcast, where we try to unfuck the world by telling you how you're fucking up the world. Not that I don't fuck up the world, but you know, we're trying to grow together people, and that's all we can do. Um, I'm your host, Alexis Jacqueline-Smith, with my boyfriend, Dallas Prater. Say hello. Hello. Thank you. Um, And today we're going to be talking about something special to open up this podcast. So, just for a little backstory, um, I was on Facebook yesterday, and I just was having a very bad day. Um... Because I'm just noticing the ignorance in the world and especially when it comes to trans people So if you're against transgenderism or whatever um, the terminology is for that um, I'm here to explain to you today why it makes no sense and how you're fucking up the world by continuing to um, Promote those ideas that being trans is wrong and I'm explaining why it's not wrong. So um, Let's begin so What does being trans mean? Being trans is essentially, I mean, if you don't know, I feel a lot of people do know what it means, but you just pretend like you don't, right? So a lot of you guys are like, oh, you know, I just don't get it. Like you do get it, but you just don't want to value it or identify with it or think that it's a real thing, which I think is wrong just because you have some sort of preconceived notion about something. Um, once you're presented with new information you should probably just you know jump ship and be with the rest of us that you know are trying to progress the world and make the world a better place but if you genuinely don't know what being trans means being trans is essentially when someone is born uh either male or female right so um if they have a vagina they're like oh this is a baby girl and if they have a penis they're like oh this is a baby boy and then um as they're growing up they feel like they're the opposite right so although they have a penis or vagina um they're like hey my gender is different from what the typical gender is associated with that um genitalia so a lot of people um feel some type of way about this topic including myself um and I'm just trying to explain why you might be feeling the wrong way, right? A lot of people are like, oh, being trans doesn't exist. It's a mental illness, what have you, a bunch of random stuff. And um, I'm here to explain why that's not really a thing and why you should not think that way. Um, And the first thing I want to present to you is the idea of being intersex, right? Now, trans people... I don't know if they are or aren't, but um, they're typically not intersex. So being intersex is... Um, I mean, there's a lot of different ways that intersex, I think, can present itself. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychologist. This is just information that I come across and that I've heard of from, like, documentaries and different things like that. So, um, if I'm wrong about certain details and things like that, feel free to correct me. But, you know, the general idea is essentially the same, right? Um, So, intersex people, like, they can have what appears to be um, both like types of genitalia right so a penis and a vagina right so when they're born and they're a baby they have a penis and vagina what they used to do back in the olden days is tell the parent okay do you want a boy or a girl and so the parent would pick right there what they want the child to be and um i'm not really sure about this but i think they might have both sex organs and one just doesn't develop or something like that like i'm not sure what or they only have one sex organ but they have both of the genitalia so like for instance, they might have a penis and a vagina, but the um, like the testicles are the actual sex organ of the baby, right? So the baby would be what we define as a male. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but but they would just tell the parent, you know, hey, pick what you want. So the baby's warm with both. What looks like appears to be both. 
So they're like, okay, I want my baby to be a girl, right? Or a boy. And so um, the doctor will immediately go and do some sort of like reconstructive type of surgery and um, get rid of whatever the parent didn't want. And, and it wasn't like it was coming out of a place of like being mean or like, or, or ignorance or, you know what I mean? Something like that. They were just trying to make their kids life the best that they can. And they didn't want their kid to be different, whatever, what have you, because I mean, our side, our society is still, you know, um, not very nice to people that are different. Um, still to this day, we don't need the, we don't need the, to this day comments. Thank you. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so they were just trying to make things easy on their kid, right? But what they actually happen to do is make mistakes a lot of the times. So as I mentioned before, um, the opposite uh, sex organ, so like the ovaries and, or the testes would be active, right? Or the opposite hormones, testosterone and estrogen, right? So, and it would be fine, you know, when you're a kid, you don't go through puberty, right? So, I mean, they might, the kid would feel like awkward about it or weird because they're like, I feel like I'm a boy, but I look like a girl or vice versa, right? Um, That actually happened, that actually happened to a man and it actually happened to a woman. These are, I mean, this has probably happened many times and maybe people don't even know about it. Um, And that's the funniest thing is that they will remove it. Sometimes they won't even put it in the chart that they're, they, that they had that surgery. So, like let's say the parent dies or something the kid has no fucking idea why they feel this way because they have you know the doctors are just like they were trying to save the family embarrassment or whatever it was okay so anyway they would hit puberty and um they would start developing as what we determine like what we say is boy or girl right so all their life they've grown up as a boy right you're a boy they give them boy stuff or you're a girl they give you girl stuff regardless of what you want right because even before puberty hap- like happen a lot of these people that this happens to say like i felt i felt off i didn't feel connected with this particular gender okay so puberty happens they start developing the opposite way so um one instance it was a woman her parents raised her as a woman um but she was having male hormones right and so she wasn't growing breasts she was getting really tall it was just a whole bunch of random stuff that was going on well it wasn't random because we know what happened you know in hindsight but she had no idea why things were happening and I think it might have been that situation. They might not even have told the... Something happened where, like, nobody knew why and she couldn't find her medical record. They just they just expunged it from the record. So um, even other doctors were confused because they had no idea what had happened to her. You know what I mean? They had no clue, right? Because they, they didn't know what happened at birth because they were just doing stuff just to save, you know, quote-unquote embarrassment, right? So um, this actually, I believe, happened to a quote-unquote man right his parents wanted a boy so they made him into a boy grew up as a boy and was just so distraught because develop developing as a woman as what a woman what we you know coin as what a woman is right and I'm pretty sure he killed himself because he just couldn't handle it and he learned about what happened to him and he was just so confused, right? Because he was like, why am I like a boy, but I'm looking like a girl. I'm not growing like a boy, but you know, things, it, it's just, 
it's just so many different ways intersex happens, right? Sometimes it's just people have certain hormone issues where they are quote unquote female and they, you know, grow beards and it's just a whole bunch of random things that happen to people growing up or when they're, you know, in the factory, in the mom's belly and developing, right? So I present that information to you guys because it really is the foundation, I believe, for why I believe being trans exists, right? So if we can have, now, it's not the same thing, right? Being trans is not intersex, that's two separate things. But I feel like it helps you understand how things can be different, right? How people don't fit into the two gender situations are the two gender categories I mean, right? So a lot of people are like, oh, there's only two genders. Well, I raise the question, like, how do you explain what happens to these people, right? If you're saying there's only two genders and if you're born with a penis or a vagina or whatever, because like I said, some people can have a penis and still it's like, it looks like a penis because it just, it's just a whole bunch of stuff messes up, right? And not that there's any mistakes, but I'm just saying there's a whole bunch of stuff that changes and doesn't exactly do what it typically does, right? So people's actual sex organ is an ovary and somehow they have a penis, okay? That's just how life is. That's what happens to some people. There's nothing wrong with that. It just goes to show why we don't need to rely so much on categories, and why we, it shows, just goes to show why we shouldn't press categories on people because you have no idea what someone's medical history was or how they were developed and it's not a problem. I don't want anyone to take, you know, this that, oh, trans people have a problem or intersex people have a problem. It's not a problem. It's just what it is. You know what I mean? Like some people have, you know, there's just differences in our DNA and how we develop and that makes us different there's nothing wrong with it it's just it is what it is you know what i mean not everything happens the way that we think it's going to happen in life so moving on that's pretty much going to be the basis of why i believe trans people exist and why i think it's a real thing right so um the two gender thing that's something that we kind of made up completely made up right we just said there's women and there's men and that's all we said but there's other cultures um that we as in americans conveniently got rid of that had you know different genders i mean like a different number of genders right um and they were recognized and there wasn't a problem but we just decided okay there's men and women just like we decided there's black people white people asian people whatever like that we just decided that as well even though you know, there's, it really doesn't make any sense, right? We're just, you know, we're just putting people in boxes because we feel like it and that's what, you know, makes us, I don't know, I, I guess think about things easier, right? Um, instead of just thinking of it like that, we want to use that as a reason to um, say that trans people don't exist or that they're mentally insane or what have you. They're not, you know what I mean? Like, I think when you think about what happens with intersex people, um, it makes a lot of sense how somebody could be born with a penis and something in their brain is telling them otherwise. It's super easy. And like I said, people always say, you know, trans people have a mental issue or what have you. And it's just like, they know from a very early age that something's off. You know what I mean? They, they just know for a fact, like, I don't want to do these things that are, you know, coined male or fe- I mean, man things or woman things, right? 
So that's why I say it's a little ignorant to say that, not a little, it's a lot, it's very ignorant to say that, oh, this doesn't exist because it just doesn't make any sense, right? Like when you think about how in the extreme cases that people can have a penis or vagina and what goes on in their body is completely different, it makes a whole lot of sense of how that could happen without all that and just, you know, someone was born one way and they express themselves another way. You know what I mean? The brain doesn't always match what we want the body to do, right? Or vice versa. The body doesn't always want match what the brain wants to do. I mean, that's with any other, you know, thing on the planet, right? It's not an illness. It's just something that, okay, during development, something happened and we need to fix it, right? They're trying to fix it. They're trying to do what they want to do, right? This isn't like a perversion. A lot of people say it's a perversion and all this random stuff. And I just think personally that I just, I just don't believe it. Like I said, um, now I'm not going to sit here and pretend like, oh, I've always understood what it was to be trans. I used to watch Jerry Springer and trans people would be on the show all day when they used to use them as like a shock value type of thing. And now I look back on that like, hmm, you know, that was kind of problematic, right? We're treating these people like they're weirdos or whatever it is. And it's not being weird. It's not weird. They're just, that's just who they are. And they're trying to match their identity with, or their body with their identity. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, so yeah. That's if you don't, if you still don't understand what I'm saying, if you still think it's odd, I'm going to raise another um, thing to you. For instance, people always say that it's a religious reason why they don't recognize trans people. Um, I've never read the Bible, but I don't know of anywhere that says that you can't be trans. Now, I'm not asking for you to bring up any scriptures, right? Because I'm going to explain to you why I don't believe in using scriptures from the first of all we're just going to make take a little segue into religion right i consider myself a christian although i've never read the bible um i've gone to church a few times it's just something that i personally believe in and i want to believe in christianity the way that i want to right um and i think that the bible has a lot of opportunity in it to have been misinterpreted and for people to put in their own agendas in the bible i think that people have done that throughout time that's why I'm like I don't I'm not gonna you know be like oh this text is exactly what it is you know what I mean at the end of the day somebody wrote it just like any religion typically religions start you know like even if you think of like mythology as you know what is it um or or what do they say when it's you you tell the story through talking oh yeah oral orders yes there we go orators um so yeah they were just it was a bunch of if you think of look at all religions i'm pretty sure like i said this is just stuff that i come across and stuff from like you know high school history classes but a lot of religions of religion comes from originally with orators right and so what's the problem with orators orators are just talking you know what i mean and so and the next person tells a story, right? So they would, some people hear it and then they tell their grandkids and they tell their grandkids. And then I guess somebody wrote it down in some sort of like religious text, right? And there's just so many, it's like telephone. You know what I mean? There's so many opportunities to sprinkle in what you want or mishear things or what have you. So um, I just, that's why I don't think that religion should matter in this conversation. Um, but still, I, I don't really know of a, of a single place where they say that people can't be trans, like specifically cannot be trans. Um, 
So if you know that, I'm curious. I don't really care about it, but I'm just curious if that exists because a lot of people say that, but I don't really know where that is in the Bible because I've never read the Bible. Um, but yeah, so back to what we're talking about. Um, a lot of people want to use religion and I, I, I really take issue with using religion in terms of um, arguments, especially like scientific arg- arguments, right? So a lot of people say, oh, science says there's, there's only two genders. That's not true. Science has nothing to do with gender. It has to do with sex, but not gender. Gender is more of like a social thing, um, something that we made up. It's nothing scientific about it. Science says that there's penises and there's vaginas and Science also says there are penises and vaginas, like all in one person. Science says that there's a lot of different things. There's people that are born with no sex organs. There's so many different, you know, situations, and that's that's what science says. So if you're gonna say science, if people who recognize trans people aren't recognizing science, it's not true. Um, I would say you can ask any scientist, but I'm pretty sure there's probably some science. There's scientists out here that say that global warming doesn't exist. Um, you know, being paid by oil industries to say that. So I wouldn't say ask any scientist, but a lot of psychologists and a lot of um, scientists think that being trans is fine and it's a thing and, you know, it's okay to go in and get um, sex changes and whatnot. So um, that's why I don't, I really don't like having religion in the conversation because um, if you don't know me, I'm biracial, my mother's white, my father's black. And there was a time, because I've researched this, where they utilized, they've utilized religion to do a lot of messed up stuff. I'm just going to be honest with you, Um, especially banning interracial marriage, right? They said, and I always have to refer to my co-host here that hasn't said a peep because I keep talking. Um, What is it? What is it? The mule and the goat or something? Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah, like, you can't mix a mule and a goat. So anybody, rational human being in 2020 would be like, oh, that explains why you can't, you know, cross species, right? Like, that would just be the explanation why you can't, you know, like, so, so essentially, we're going to go back to AP Bio. There's different um, sex cells, and that's the, the reason why, like, you can't make a parrot chimpanzee. I mean, I'm sure at this point we're going to fix that and make, you know, weird things like that. But, um, so that's, that's, I feel like that's what, what you would think typically in the Bible, like any person in 2020, like, oh, that, that just explains why you can't cross two different animals. But instead what people interpreted with that is that you can't cross races, right? So a lot of people were against interracial marriage because they said it was you know, not allowed in the Bible. They said, God said you can't like, like acting as if, you know, black and white people weren't of the same species. Like we're all fucking human. Right. But no, they said, nope, God said no. Um, I actually wanted something very, they used to use religion to, um, justify slavery as well. Right. So, um, for instance, this was something I heard and it was very horrific, but they told, like I said, there's, uh, there's so many things wrong with slavery, but I think this might've been the most surprising and most just sad thing is that they told slaves that they could never get to heaven and the best that they could hope for would be to sit on the gates of heaven and watch their masters, um, go in and white people go into heaven. Um, I don't know if that's upsetting you guys. I don't mean to, you know, spread information to upset people, but, 
I think that's just completely disgusting to tell someone, like, no matter how good you are in life, you'll never be able to get into paradise. The best you can do is just see me walk in. Completely horrendous. Um, so, yeah, that's why I really don't like bringing religion into conversations like this in terms of giving people rights and recognizing them as a person. Um, because there's a lot of situations where they use the Bible to say that black people weren't people. And now sitting here in 2020, most of us, I hope, um, feel like that's completely ridiculous. And, and vice versa. What? Uh, people use the Bible to say white people weren't people. That's true. That's definitely true. Yeah, I got a distant family member that, you know, family members that believe that. I remember one of them came by the house in probably like 2017, 18 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And dropped off like a... Uh, like a pamphlet or something like that. It was a strange guy. Pamphlet? You know, and he's, uh, hmm. He might be the pastor to the church now. Now I think of it, it's a Baptist church. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I don't know if that, if that was the pamphlet necessarily, but it was a lot about. It was just, it was a section of the pamphlet. And I think that was the whole idea of the pamphlet, <laughs> but I, I'm saying a lot of this might be combined from some of the, you know, things that we learned like way back in the day about, you know, about black people looking at heaven through a peephole or something like that, or that might've been in a pamphlet. Like, uh, you know, it was, it was a lot of very strange things. Yeah. Like white people are incarnates of the devil or something like that. And, uh, which we don't condone here on this podcast. So don't even start. We're just explaining how religion can be utilized to hate groups and misinterpret different parts of the, or not misinterpret you're i think they're purposely interpreting certain <laughs> things in the bible to go yeah. against people Extremely for literally radical. no reason yeah like it's they'll take like a part of the bible that says like you know don't you know eat junk food and they'll be like oh that's it burn down cheesecake factory you know what i mean like it's like what like how did you get here to there you know what i mean and they're like cheesecake factory is the worst thing ever like i know it's a very bad analogy but you know i try my best here um so that's why when people say oh it's because god um it's it's ungodly it doesn't matter if it's ungodly and this is what i'll say about religion right i know a lot of you are probably sitting there confused like how is she a christian and doesn't go to church and she hasn't read the bible um i've been to church enough to know the basics i think of christianity I'm a more of a bare bones type of Christian, I guess. Um, maybe I should start my own church. I don't know. But um, I believe in just the story of Jesus and what happened with Jesus, right? And because um, really me and Dallas talk about this a lot, that a lot of Christians, and I'm only bringing up Christianity because I'm not really familiar with other religions, right? So I can't really talk about Islam or Buddhism or um, Judaism or whatever, because I don't know. I just know what I, majority of people that I've been around are Christian and what they think about trans people, and I want to talk to them. We can do another episode about other religions, but I don't know about them, so I don't want to be ignorant and talk about other people's religions, but I don't really know. Um, so yeah, the thing about Christianity is I just believe in the basics of Christianity, which is to be empathetic, which is to not judge people um just being a decent person don't kill people you know just the basic things you know what i mean i don't care about being gay i don't care about whatever it is that says something about being trans because to me that just seems like um and even with women's issues like the Mm -hmm. man leading and stuff like that i think that's kind of like um just a lot of it just seems like there's a lot of hidden agenda in there and that i'm like i just i just don't recognize it and I don't want to, and I'll, that's how I'll live my life. If you want to say that I'm not a real Christian, I don't really care. You can say that. Um, 
but I'm just talking about the basics of, I mean, everything else about Christianity, but nobody wants to focus on the basics, which is to not judge people and to love one another, right? Um, and a lot of people, like, make fun of me and call me, like, a social justice warrior and stuff like that, and which is really funny because I don't really see what's necessarily wrong with that um, name. I think that's quite fine to want social justice. I don't really know why that's something to make fun of somebody for. Um, but yeah, I just want everyone to be happy. You know what I mean? Regardless, like there's only a couple people I don't like in this world. Um, that's a racist. That's a misogynist. That's a pedophile. That's a rapist. Um, and homophobic people. Um, and that's pretty much it. You know what I mean? I'm not going to hate you. I'm not going to like, I mean, I do have hate in my heart. I'm not going to pretend like I'm like, you know, most perfect person in the world. I'm saying I don't want anything bad to happen to you, to you of course. And I don't know about pedophiles and rapists. I don't really care about what happens to them. Um, but Because like I said, I'm not a perfect person, okay? I'm not a completely forgiving person. But I think that we should work towards that, especially for things that don't matter, right? Y'all have more smoke for trans people than you do rapists. And I don't really understand that. They're not fucking doing anything. You know what I mean? Not to compare the two, because it's not... I see nothing wrong with being trans. But I'm just saying, like... It makes no sense to me to be so against people that possibly, like I said, to just rule out the possibility that something biologically happened to people that are trans to have one sex organ and to think a different way, to just rule out that that doesn't exist is just kind of, I, th- I think it's a little insensitive and I think it's ridiculous and I think it's very close-minded. Um, I think... And I'm going to go as far as to say that if you are transphobic, if you don't like trans people, especially if you belong to marginalized groups such as black people, other people of color. I don't, I'm not going to talk about other people of color today because, like I said, I don't really like to speak on things that I don't know or that I haven't experienced. And I can only say about my black counterparts. And that's why, and my white counterparts, that's why I'm not going to talk about anything else. Um, so black people, people, other people of color... Um, and women, I see a lot of black people and women being against trans people, right? And I think, you know, in a lot of those situations, I think what you're doing is trying to put someone below you. And I, I find that very despicable, honestly. And I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to say I don't value you as a person. But what I'm saying is that I think you're just as bad as the quote unquote white man. Because the white man you know, we all see that the white man in a lot of situations is sitting on top of the world and oppressing the people, right? Um, and it seems like to me that you're trying to, you know, throw up a straw man, right? You want to, women in particular, right? We're talking about JK Rowling here. She says that, um, talking about the erasing of like sex and in terms of vaginas and penises and and worrying and being male and female and stuff like that just erasing that somehow messes with feminism in some way like I I honestly didn't read it because I read a little bit of her tweets but I just don't really want to even like shed light on this woman because I don't agree with what she's saying and I think it's ridiculous but what I think she's doing is she doesn't have the guts to actually topple patriarchy and a lot of black people don't have the guts to topple racism. So what's the next best thing? Let's, you know, paint this other marginalized group as the problem. So then we can say, oh, especially like I said with women, um, the TERFs, the trans, 
trans, exclusionary. exclusionary, radical feminists, okay? I consider myself a feminist, absolutely, because um, I believe in, like I said, bare-bones feminism, that we just want equality. I'm not trying to eradicate all men, maybe some days, I don't know, but um, I'm not trying to eradicate all men, I just want men to leave us the hell alone, not catcall us, and give us equal pay. You know, that's that's really all I really care about with feminism, and to end sexual assault, and, you know, rape problems, and things like that. Um, in terms of Black Lives Matter, I am a Black Lives Matter person, I think that we should end police brutality, and um, institutionalized racism, what have you. Um, but what I'm not willing to do is, you know, throw trans people under the bus so I can feel better about myself, right? So I can feel like, you know, at least I'm above somebody. A lot of you are not worried about equality. You just want to be better than somebody else. You just don't want to be the bottom of the bucket. And that's not right. It's like crabs in a bucket. I just, I, I'm going to keep saying that because I, I mean, I recorded this podcast before, but I wanted to re-record it in a more organized fashion. And I know you might be listening to this like this isn't organized, but this is my version of organized, okay? And um, Dallas taught me what crabs in a bucket really meant. But crabs in the bucket is when, I mean, I'm sure everyone knows what that means, but I'm just going to explain it because I had no idea what it meant, is when you got crabs in a bucket, you know what I mean? And they're trying to escape and they're climbing on top of each other and pulling the other person down so they can get to the top and really nothing is happening because they're never able to get out of the bucket because someone's always pulling them down and then when someone else tries to go up they pull that person down or person that crab down but you're, you're doing the same exact thing right saying that you know and this this was the main issue that happened on facebook um so i'm not even going to mention this person's name because i don't like them but somebody was kicked off of a podcast some person that's been in the media um, flapping their gums, um, saying some random stuff and some offensive stuff, right? Um, saying that, um, it was a news headline that a trans man gave birth to a baby. Anyway, she said, that's a, that's a woman and that's a man. And there I fixed the headline. So, um, but the headline of that article said that this woman, said that only women can give birth and that's why she got kicked off the podcast i want to start off by saying that's not why she got kicked off the podcast she got kicked off the podcast because she misgendered the people that she was talking about that's why she got kicked off the podcast no no one's just going to get mad at you for just simply saying oh only women can have babies no one's going to get mad at you just for saying oh only women have babies right you know most people say that no one's gonna be mad at you it's the context in which you're putting it if you see someone who says they are a trans man and they said I had a baby and you say no you're a woman that's when you're being disrespectful because you're misgendering that person right because you're not recognizing them as a person um or as who they are you're just trying to push your ideals and what you think is onto that person and that's not right right so people are saying oh no that's not that's the truth she shouldn't have been kicked off which I'm like this woman has been (sighs) oftentimes anti-black and a lot of my black counterparts were agreeing and saying that that person was right and I'm like I I don't understand how you can be against her for being racist and not be against her for being transphobic right I put this on my Facebook yesterday I will call out transphobia just like I'll call out racism it's not any different to me fucked up fucked up and I'm gonna try to unfuck it right that's what I'm trying to do with this podcast so um I think with especially with women 
We hold on to this idea that women are strong because they have babies and women are strong because they have periods, okay? Giving birth sucks and having a period sucks. But let me tell you what sucks more is making your identity having babies and having a period. Let me explain to you why. If your central idea about yourself is the fact and what gives you power is the fact that you can reproduce and have a period that's so not empowering it's not even funny now i'm not like i said i said i'm a feminist so i don't want to hear oh you're being anti-feminist and you're not recognizing power women no i recognize real powerful women right women that have become rich people women that have contributed to the arts women who've done you know incredible things intellectual things artistic things what have you and and amazing feats athletic feats what i don't think that we should focus on and this isn't coming from a place of not thinking that it's amazing i think that my mom gave birth to me right and i think that it matters and i do think people should care about that absolutely i think that your husband or whoever that you have a baby with and I say husband because a lot of husbands don't respect that women give birth to their children. I'm not saying that it's not respectable. What I'm saying is I don't want that to be the end-all be-all for any woman ever going forward. And the reason that I say that is because why would you want your identity and what makes you feel powerful to be what half of the world can do? Why do you want that to be your power? That doesn't make you unique. That doesn't make you original. Half the world can do it. I'm not saying that it doesn't make your life hard. I fucking hate my period. And I really do not want to have children because I don't like the idea of a head coming out of where it comes out of. It just, I don't, I've seen the videos and I'm not interested right now. Maybe later. I want a dog. (laughs) I'm a dog for a couple years. You know what I mean? But I'm just saying a lot of women will say, um, if we recognize trans people as women, that erases the struggles that, no, it doesn't erase the struggles that we went through. It doesn't. And you're doing that so you can pretend like you toppled patriarchy, but you actually didn't. All you did when you said that was make somebody feel worse than you do. And at the end of the day, if that's what your goal is with feminism, what makes you fucking different than a misogynist? What makes you fucking different? Nothing. You're just as bad, if not worse. Because I I say worse, and I'll say that about black people who are transphobic. I'll say that about people of color that are transphobic. I will say that about anybody that is a marginalized group in this country and knows what it's like to experience hate for no fucking reason that turns around and hates another group. I don't have any respect for that. I don't. You can't sit here and say, oh, I support at da 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 and pretend like you're a good, even keel, decent person and then turn around and say, oh, trans people don't exist and just spew hatred out of your mouth. It's ridiculous and it's disappointing. More so than anything, it's disappointing. And I can say that because I'm a black woman. I can say that I'm disappointed in black women and white women and and black people in general that put down trans people and i'll say that about a trans person that puts down black people i'll say that about a gay person that puts anybody i don't understand and this is the main point of this of this episode i don't really understand why marginalized people want to cry all day about how they're marginalized i mean i get how they're upset 
I'm a part of these groups. I've been called the N-word. I've been, you know, experienced sexism and all sorts of things that were not great being a woman. So don't sit here and try to say, oh, you have no right to say this. I do have a right to say it because I've experienced all that shit. And it's never once in my life, other than when I was 12 and I didn't really understand what being trans was and I was watching Jerry Springer like, oh, that's weird, whatever. Um, It's never made me hate a gay person, hate a trans person. Not only when I didn't understand when I was 12, like if you're 30, 20, 40, 50, whatever, you're past your, you're past your teenage years. And I'd even go back and say 15. You have no reason to think that way. And you can't tell me it's because of God, because like I said, God wouldn't want you to treat people like that. You can't say it's because of science, because science doesn't agree with you either. You can't say it's because of psychology. Psychology doesn't agree with you either. Case studies don't agree with you either. You just want to hang on to something that makes you feel better about the position that you're in. You, it's like, it's like, you don't actually care. You don't actually care about equality. You care about making yourself feel better. And that's it. And if people want to hate me for that, if people want to say, I don't know what I'm talking about. Like I said, this podcast is about telling you how you're fucked up and how you're contributing to the world being fucked up. And that's when I'll say that you're contributing to the world being fucked up. Now, like I said, I'm not a perfect person. I do a lot of bad stuff that I think, you know, it's probably people would say is problematic. Everyone does problematic stuff, right? And I'm not, and I think that's one of the main things is that a lot of people don't want to recognize trans people because that would mean that they were once problematic. So instead of just accepting that and moving on and saying, Okay, I was wrong. I was ignorant. And like I said, being ignorant isn't necessarily a bad thing. It just means you lack knowledge. Maybe you just didn't understand. Like I said, when I was 12 and watching Jerry Springer, I didn't understand. It is what it is. You move on. Same thing with gay people. There's a lot of situations where we just didn't understand. And what I'll say about that is you don't have to understand. You don't have to understand to want gay people and trans people and all sorts of people to have rights and to have human rights you don't have to understand to be able to view them as a person it takes nothing out of your wallet and it takes literally zero effort to call somebody what they want to be called do you guys understand that like it takes nothing out of your wallet nothing out of your day to not misgender somebody it's it's free it's free to be a decent person and let me tell you why a lot of you guys will be like no I'm not going to feed into their their illness or whatever it is that you say right I think you're the one with the illness because like I said you're the one that wants to just like I don't give a damn what you say I don't give a damn if, because a lot of people say, oh, now we'll have to recognize people as whatever. And uh, I identify as a helicopter. Ha, 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 ha. Like, like, can you get your dad jokes, like your shitty jokes out of here that we've heard a thousand times? Seriously. First of all, we've heard that enough. Find some other material. 
But what does it fucking matter? If you tell me that you want to be called a unicorn, it doesn't do anything to me. And I'm, and I'm not, I, I hate even saying this argument because I just think that's the stupidest thing to say is that, oh, people just want us to call them a unicorn. I don't give a damn. I don't care. I want to do whatever makes you happy. As long as you're not hurting anybody, I'll say whatever the hell you want. If you want me to call you Clyde and your name is Bob, you Clyde today. I don't care because like I said, it takes zero dollars and zero cents to respect somebody. But you know what it does when you don't do that? You know what it does? So like I said, it's free to respect people. It's free to, to recognize that person's identity. It doesn't hurt you at all. What it does when you don't is it takes away from them. So in either of these situations, it'll never take away from you. But only one of these situations, one choice that you make takes away from somebody else and hurts somebody and severely hurts somebody where they want to fucking kill themselves. Why would you want to do that to someone? Because you think that's what God wants? It's not what God wants. God wants you to respect people and to be kind. Misgendering people is not kind. It's not. You're just as bad as a racist. You're just as bad as a misogynist when you do that. It takes nothing to be respectful. But you're taking away from somebody else to be disrespectful. And if you don't care about anything that I said in this podcast, if you don't want to recognize their identity, fine. You don't have to believe in it yourself. But what you need to do is respect people and stop saying oh there's no you're a man you're what born a man always a man yada 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 you don't have to say that if that if you don't want to like like i said i'm 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 all for compromises here okay because like i said changing your mind today would take recognizing that you were wrong and a lot of you guys don't have the guts to do that A lot of you out there don't have the guts to say I was wrong. And I'm not trying to put you down because of it. Because like I've realized that it's hard for me to be wrong. I've realized that. There's been times where I've argued with Dallas for an hour straight. And in 30, you know, 45 minutes, I, I realized... I'm wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like we argued about something about Elon Musk and I'm like, oh Elon Musk is that a guy like but and then I looked at something and I realized, oh, I was wrong. <laughs> and it took me I think like ten minutes. I just I just stopped talking. I was like, you know what? I'm not talking to you. <laughs> and I was like, should I say something or should I just brush it under the rug? And I was like, you could just not say anything, <laughs> not say you were wrong. And just ask him if he wants to go get something to eat. And it'll be all finished. And all, no one would care anymore. But I was like, no, I'm going to recognize I was wrong. And I said, Dallas, I'm going to take back what I said. I was wrong. <laughs> and But a lot of us and don't have the guts to do that. Right? Because that means being accountable. And I have, and like I said, you will have so much more respect from people. I'm telling you, a lot of people think, oh, well, if I, you know, say that I was wrong, people aren't going to respect me anymore. That's not the truth. People are going to respect you more. People that can recognize they were wrong are always more respected. Because you know what that means? That you seek the truth and that you are more concerned with 
what's actually right and not just you being right. And that's way more respectable than, you know, just being wrong and just still being wrong because you don't want to be seen as wrong and trying to present what's wrong as truth, right? So yeah, if you don't get anything from this podcast, like I said, if you're not ready to address how you've been problematic and how you fucked the world, um, I would say give it another listen. Um, I would hope that you would because I think that it does matter and I think that what I'm saying makes sense and is easy to digest for a Christian, for people who want to say science. Um, I think the only way that it wouldn't be easy to digest is if you want to hang on to being wrong and if you like the idea of putting people down. But if you believe that you are a empathetic person, a loving person, and you're still not getting it, please give it another listen. Research it. Look into why people, you know, not, you can't just say all these group of people are crazy, right? It's just, it wouldn't really make much sense. Crazy people all do different things. This is a phenomenon and a phenomenon means that there's something causing it, right? And not necessarily causing it, but just, it's a real thing. Crazy is just crazy. They're not crazy people. This is something that is present in a lot of people. So there's, it has to be something. You can't just say it doesn't exist and they're just crazy, right? So yeah, do your research, listen to it again. And um, if you have changed your mind, congratulations. And I'm not saying that I'm the most smartest person in the world and I'm the most even person in the world, but this is something I do really feel strongly about. And I do think that it's wrong. And I do think that it's the modern day version. I'm not going to say modern day because racism still exists, but you know what I mean? The modern day version of racism. I think it's, you know, when I say racism, I'm saying that It's the idea of trying to communicate something that is right and it's just a bunch of people saying it's wrong and that they're going to grow up and get older and have to explain to their grandchildren, wow, like, yes, I was the person holding the sign that said blacks aren't people and that white and black people shouldn't mix. And you'll have to explain that to your grandchildren, right? You'll have to explain to your grandchildren because, like I said, this is, I think transness will be recognized hopefully in the near future but in the future people will stop being annoying about it and recognize them and not be mean but like i said if if you're not if you haven't changed you're gonna have to explain to your grandchildren what side you were on and you're gonna have to come to terms with that someday and do it now change it now be an example be like hey look i was wrong at one point but i changed my mind um and if you don't want to do any of that like i said please just please don't misgender people. Um, I get that this isn't going to be an overnight change. I understand that this is information that you might not have had before. Um, and this is something that might have been your identity. Your identity was to be a Christian, to be against uh, gay people and trans people. Um, but it's time to let go of that. It's time to actually recognize the most important parts of Christianity, the bare bones Christianity, which is to love each other and not to judge people and to promote just wellness for everybody. Um, so if you're not going to do anything else, please don't misgender people. Please just stop doing that. Cause like I said, it costs nothing to be nice and it just takes everything from them to be mean. Um, I'm going to open this up to you, Dallas. If you have anything yeah, to say. Um, yeah, I got a little bit to say. Uh, yeah. It is one thing that Dr. Phil always says that I think is important. We love Dr. To Phil. To add to this conversation. Yeah, Dr. Phil, he, he got a mind, you know. Um, one of the things he always says, is, man, when you are in conflict with somebody, when you're engaging with somebody and, uh, it's a matter of 
you know, true or false, right or wrong. He says you always want to give somebody a back door. Okay. A way to save face so it doesn't seem like they don't feel like a like an ass, mm -hmm. you know, um, for making the wrong decisions. Okay. And so I know a lot of people listening to this podcast, you might you might not be outright transphobic or homophobic or racist or any of that stuff. But similarly, you might hold some beliefs, you know, that aren't exactly aligned with uh, what people think is ethical in the real world. You know, first and foremost, you don't have to have exactly aligned beliefs. You can have slight variations to your beliefs. But you don't want your beliefs to be better than hate. You don't want your beliefs to be, uh, you know, uh, putting people down or oppressing people. And if, if they are, then you're just flat out wrong. I mean, really, in this situation, there is a very limited amount of beliefs, a, a limited amount of variation that you can have with your beliefs and still, you know, be all right. You know, but, uh, you know, there are situations, there are outliers where, you know, it gets a little complex. It gets a little sticky and hard to understand. And um, so that's the first thing I want to say. But adding on to what I said about Dr. Phil, I do want to give a back door or a way to save face, you know, not because not not because it's some trick or some ploy, but I, you know, because I do think there's a real reason, you know, uh, but because there's, there's an actually an option, actually a way where you can really be on the wrong side and it, it's not your fault necessarily. You know, we got to look at uh, first off, if you are wrong why you know why you became wrong or why you are wrong and what you why, why you have the thoughts that you have right now and then break down what like is that is that your fault you know you're accountable for everything you do but just because you've done something and you're accountable for it or you hold a belief and you're accountable for it accountable for it doesn't mean it's necessarily your fault and so that's the back door i want to offer i want to say is if you if you hold some of these beliefs that aren't aligned with society or not society aren't aligned with what is actually ethical you know what i'm saying you might not necessarily be wrong. Okay, I remember chatting with my father on the phone one day. And one of the things he said that spun a whole world of uh, difference in my mind was this, man. He said, prejudice is a poor man's uh, mindset. And at first, it got me thinking. The first place that led my mind was, wow, a lot of middle america not middle america like literal location but middle class lower class america is where you'll find I, that was in response to me talking to him about racism and uh hollywood hills I remember driving around going up in the hollywood hills and whatnot going on west hollywood knocking from door to door boom 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 you know and uh delivering to these people and a lot of them would come out and they'd be joyous and they'd be happy and they'd be stress-free and you know i remember making the commentary about them like oh that's very odd you know, back where we from, we knock on these doors down the street and all these people will come out and they give you some type of look and they'll act some type of way. Why are these rich people different? Ain't You know, don't you go on Twitter, don't you go on social media and they always say, oh, it's the rich people. Rich people want to oppress, rich people hoarding wealth, rich people, you know, but I knock it on these doors and these rich people are very different. And that's what sparked the comment, you know, uh, prejudice is a poor man's mindset. And so the first place it took me, it's like, wow, a lot of poor not necessarily poor people, but a lot of, because even rich people are racist and have a bunch of things wrong with them. But a lot of people who feel they are oppressed or who are oppressed and who don't have a lot, who are struggling in life, they develop these negative emotions because of what they're facing on a day-to-day basis. Okay. And so that was the first thing I thought of was like, okay, well, I mean, but then I started to think, 
So if prejudice is a poor man's mindset, how the hell did it get there? I started to go way, way, way back to the beginning of time, all the way through history. And when you look at history and you look at the way societies are formed, where revolutions and things take place, where turbulent change and violence and riots and all these things take place, I started to notice a pattern. It usually happens amongst the people who feel like they don't have a lot. They're going, they're, they're facing a, te- you know, a tedious day, day in and day out. They're facing a lot of friction in society in their day-to-day life. And a lot of it is for valid reasons. Okay, but then I started to think, okay, so in America, you know, who are the people who are, you know, putting racism, transphobia, all these things in society? You know, a lot of it is the mass. Because if you look at it, just by sheer fact of numbers, not many people are rich. And a lot of rich people do put this stuff in society, but most of it is your neighbor, your, your so-and-so that you went to middle school, her mom hopping on Twitter saying something about George Floyd or saying something about so And this is, this, I know I'm kind of, you know, rambling around, but this is where it kind of come, came full circle for me. So prejudice is a poor man's mindset. And that is evidenced by the fact that rich people are really doing things every day. From the beginning of time, they're always doing things. They're putting out technology. They're putting out companies. Putting out ideas, ideas to change society. Who are the you know? They always say this: the enemy of the good is the great, or the enemy of the great is the good. One of those two. So it means your second best competitor is the people who are good, the people who are right behind you, the people that are on your heels. And so, as evidenced by the fact that these people are always doing something, they're always innovating. Like Jeff Bezos, his schedule is packed down to the brim. He's always doing something. He never has time to think about racism. But in contrast, people like you and I and the listeners to this podcast, we have all the time in the world to think about racism. We have all the time in the world to think about transphobia or homophobia. We have all the time to consume and ingest and take on these ideas. But what you realize is this. When these ideas dominate your mind, you can't perform like Jeff Bezos. So he's sitting there performing because his mind's clear. He's not thinking about that. He doesn't have that mindset. He's performing day in and day out, getting this done and getting this done and getting this done and getting this done. How much of your own personal time are you sacrificing ban transphobic or ban homophobic or ban racism? Okay, and this is where it all comes full circle. I want to justify this for you. It might not be your fault. Now, this is just me theorizing, but perhaps you've been let on a little goose, a wild goose chase. You know, perhaps there's a ploy. Perhaps... Because you are different from everybody else, meaning you're not black, you're not trans, you're not, you know, gay, you're not any of these things. You can't be oppressed in traditional ways. Maybe you're being oppressed and your potential is being limited. I'm not saying it's by the rich. I wouldn't say something like that. I'm not saying it's by the media. But maybe from somewhere beyond your own consciousness, the people who are great, the enemy of the good, is repurposing these ideas to suppress the potential of the good. And now this is just me theorizing, but think about this. You know, all these ideas that you harbor, how do you feel when you think about them? When you think about these people who are trans? Oh, you just shake. You just shake, huh? How do you feel when you think about people who are gay? How many people, how do you feel when you think about people who are black? I mean, just, just uh, you might not be that extreme to where you're like, oh, I just hate them. But think about it. Do you obsess over it? Does it, does it, does it dominate your mind day in and day out? Now, look at your life. Look at the path of your life. What have you accomplished? A lot of this, I mean, it might have even started before your lifetime. Who taught you these ideas? Oh, I hear a lot of people's grandparents just say, or a lot of people's parents even say, oh, that's just the way I was raised. That's just the way I raised. Now, 
look at the lifetime, the projection of your parents that raised you that way or your grandparents that raised them that way. Mm-hmm. Are they rich? Are they successful? Are they happy? Do you even like them? Mainly happy. You know what I'm saying? Mainly joyous. Mm-hmm. Are you like them? Now, I'm not saying this, but I'm saying maybe at some point in time, they had the potential to be all those things. But that potential was robbed from them, from someone who didn't want them to advance in life. Maybe you've been tricked. Maybe that's the real enemy. Maybe it's someone else that you need to be mad at. Maybe it's someone else that you need to be against. Because the rich get richer and the poor get poor. And the reason why, maybe it's a you know a mental weapon of some sort, is that the poor have been tricked to obsess over all these things while the rich get richer and richer and everybody else get happy and happier and everybody has everything that they want out of life. Middle America, you know, think about freaking Carnegie or Rockefeller. They don't have time to oppress people and and get mad and think about all these things. Now, they probably were, had some of these things in their mind. But the fact of the matter, they still had enough mental RAM, enough mental capacity to work on the things that actually counted. And they could have done better. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Or they could have done better. But these people were multi, 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 multi billionaires. I think John D. Rockefeller might be the richest person of all time. $400 billion in today's currency. His mind was full of other things. But when you look at it, it was the middle of America. You know, while he was focused on the future, the middle of America, the middle class, the poor people, even some of the little high class guys. What they were doing, he was focused on the future, but they were tricked and they were robbed of their potential because they were focused on 12%, maybe not even back then, maybe like 5% of society. Oh, the black people are going to move in our neighborhoods when really, once you think about it, 5% is not even enough to populate every neighborhood they lived in. Mm-hmm. It's not even enough to populate one state, really. You know, or what, you know, if they populated the entire neighborhood in one state, like that's not even so. You're focusing all your time when you're when you could be focusing on everything that you want out of life. Somehow someone snuck it into your head the idea that you should just focus on transgender people who are like probably less than one percent of the population. Yeah, I have no idea. I gotta look up those numbers. You know, very select people. You could, depending on the state, you might have live your entire life without meeting anybody that's transgender. And it's sitting there looping in your mind every single day. You fuming. You mad. But what has, what has, what has come of that action? Or you could have been, a, oh, you know, uh, why these other people, they, they, they over there getting rich. You could have been, oh, these blacks, man. These blacks, oh, let's vote. Let's make legislation. You know? All your mental ram, all your capacity, all the potential of your life is being drained because you've been tricked to focus on this one tiny quote unquote issue that will never impact you as long as you live don't obsess over the thing that you quote unquote think is a problem which in fact it isn't a problem you know but even if you somehow magically think it is you could have focused on the solution that plagued your entire family tree for as long as you live unless you're just the richest dude in the world and just smack yourself (laughs) because you're wasting more time you could have made another whatever that's all I got to say, but you know, it might, like I said, I mean, I'm, what I'm saying is this, man, it might not necessarily, you might have bad opinions now, sure, but it might not be your fault. It might be someone else's fault. It might be the real enemy, enemy, the real opponent, diverting your attention to focus on someone else. Look at the news, look at the media. Now I'm not saying it's the news or the media. 
But look at where your primary source of information and look at the stream of themes that comes through that channel over and over and over again. Have you lived your life under a dense fog of manipulation or indoctrination that make you hate the people who are trying to help you? Like the host of this podcast trying to bring you the truth but fox news or cnn or whoever it might be or maybe your dad down the street who got it from fox news or cnn or one of these news channels or some rich guy who owns a company or some you know what i'm saying whatever it might have come from wherever you get ideas from some youtuber it might be some you know what i'm saying whatever it might be some twitter account some instagram page you know while they living in large and they enjoying their life they sitting here making you be mad at people because you might not even ever come into contact with them functionally don't even exist are you being manipulated it might not be your fault man so you want to investigate that too people are you they make you mad at the people who are trying to help you trying to fill you with love for people trying to make you better do you know what i mean all these and the indoctrination goes on and on and on and on no mom i don't want the broccoli you mad at your mom for giving you broccoli because the, t- the, the, the TV sitting there spinning over and over and, oh, you want the Doritos? Oh, another home-cooked meal. I used to say that. I want the McDonald's because marketers and smart. The kids' cuisine and, quote, that unquote, tastes like the shit. The kids' cuisine <laughs> that literally kills your health, kills you. But you mad at mom because she gave you broccoli to dinner. Indoctrination has been happening since you were born, since you were young. Is that the case with you is the question you need to ask because it might be. And no one can blame you for that. No one's going to be mad at you for that. It's never too late to change your ways, especially when you realize that you've been played. They're going to put that on a, a plaque or something like that. It's beautiful. <laughs> That's all I really have to say. I'm just going to um, touch base on one more thing. Um, so this is something that very much interested me, right? So I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Westboro Baptist Church. They are the completely highly anti-gay church that protests and says very hateful hateful ugly things um but actually in fact um a daughter of one of the founders i believe um i know that maybe it was the mother's father was a founder something like that um i don't really think it's one of the churches that's been around like for centuries and centuries but um the girl's name is megan phelps roper Okay, she used to be a part of the Westboro Baptist Church. She was in the media in the 2000s talking about how they're against gay people and um, constantly using the gay slur. Um, But what I want you to do is research this woman. Her name is Megan Phelps Roper, R-O-P-E-R. She actually left the church and learned from interacting with people on Twitter that her ways were wrong um, and actually left the church. And um, she did a whole TED talk on how she left. And I, I found it very fascinating because I'm like, wow, like, you don't really see that, right? In the society, like someone being a villain and changing. You typically only see that in like films and stuff, right? Yeah. Like, she did it. And she did a TED talk on it. And, you know, a lot. Of, and, and that's why I'm kind of iffy about cancel culture. Because I think if you have the guts to recognize that you are wrong. Now... I give her, like you said, with the whole um, giving you a, a way out or whatever. I, you know, she's been indoctrinated since she was a kid. She yeah. was indoctrinated to hate gay people. She hated them. Like, you look at her Tyra Banks interview. I don't want to really bring that up because that's kind of her past. But I'm just talking about, like, how that relates to now. Um, 
she hated gay people and she was like oh like just saying a bunch of hateful stuff because her mother's saying hateful stuff and her sister's saying hateful stuff and everyone in her church saying hateful stuff so she's just doing the same damn thing and um uh, i don't know how recent it was i don't know when she left but um yeah she changed and she switched and she left and she does ted talks to educate people and i think that's I respect her because of that. I really do. I don't respect who she was before, obviously, because I told you I don't like homophobic people. But somebody that has the guts to say, hey, I was wrong. And I mean, she was in the media all day saying she didn't like gay people. And she woke up, realized my parents are fucking crazy, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) And left the church. And actually, her family and her friends from the church don't talk to her anymore. And she recognize that and she said i'm done you know what i mean like i'm out of here this doesn't make any sense to me um and i gave i give her a pass because like i said you know i i couldn't imagine being different in that situation you know what i mean like growing up that way like from birth yeah. she the, she had no friends outside of the church they don't watch tv none of that like it was it was like that type of thing where like you know you you read the bible and that's what you did and, and that's exactly what I said at the beginning of the podcast. I'm trying to wrap this up, but I'm just saying check out her TED Talk because if you're trying to... I feel like a lot of you that are still transphobic, you're fighting against it. You're fight, like I know in your heart you're realizing, okay, this isn't right. And if you're still having a problem, watch that TED Talk. It will change your life. It changed my life because I think even trying to be progressive, you can come off as hateful towards certain people. And you have to learn at the end of the day, the center of it is loving people. And that's the, that's the end of the conversation. That's the main point of anything in life. And even people that you can see that with like super left people, right? They can be very mean sometimes, like very mean Mm -hmm. and not very nice to people that disagree with them. And I can understand because, you know, ignorant is ignorant and it's hard to wrap your head around. Um, but yeah, this girl left and I just watch a Ted talk. If you want the confidence to leave, like I said, maybe your mom's been telling you this is wrong. Your parents are super religious and they'll disown you if you don't think that way. This girl did it. She can do it. You can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I want to add to that because, you know, it was mentioned that the people from the Westboro, the Westboro Baptist Church, she didn't have access to no TV. Okay. She didn't watch no television programs. She didn't go to the movies. And so in a lot of ways... She had it a lot better than you do. It might have been easier for her. Mm-hmm. Because with the beliefs that you had, the beliefs that you harbor, if they're wrong, if they're misguided, what's going to happen is you're going to turn on the TV and they're going to tell you you're right every single day. Because guess what? The enemy of the good is the great. You think the 99%, the mass, who a lot of people in the world, they, you know, just being frank they never experienced the height of their potential you think it's that way by accident you know you think it's that way by accident one of the things that changed me the most is when i was in my teens i didn't have parents telling me some weird stuff i didn't really talk to my parents they left me alone for the most part but i didn't have a tv in my room and it played a significant role i think in developing my own ideas in my own culture i was talking to this guy man he's he's a he's you know, similar story. I think is very similar to me. Nine-figure business, you know, numbers validated by because he's a four coaches council member. They have to validate your revenue for your company. You know, he used to live in a trash can because both of his parents, you know what I mean, uh, 
they they had a little issue with drugs and he was abandoned at six years old. He was living in a dumpster from six to 14. He says one of the reasons he became rich and became who he was was because he didn't have parents. Well, he didn't have television in the dumpster either. He might have, but, you know, he said because he didn't have parents, he wasn't able to be indoctrinated into a culture that didn't supplement his growth. His parents was consuming all the television, all the people that they grew with, all these bad ideas and bad concepts. They were being indoctrinated. You might say, oh, it's just genetics. Oh, it's just the way. None of that. His parents were one way. He was another way. He came from nothing and made it because he didn't have the persistent indoctrination of parents standing over him saying, this is the way of life. This is the way it is. This is the way it is. You know, and, the, you know, same for this girl. You know, you have to change your environment. And when you change your environment, be skeptical of your new environment because the entire world is being bombarded constantly with ideas that will limit their potential. You think, oh, everything that comes from the TV must be good. They told you to eat grease-filled foods. They told you to eat the Cheetos. They told you to eat the Cokes. You know what I'm saying? Sorry if y'all want to be future sponsors. They told you to eat all these things. And I promise they're not supplementary to your growth. I remember when I was eating that stuff. I still eat that stuff sometimes. I like to indulge. All the ice creams and things like that. And I remember the brain fog and, and, and the, the lack of energy that really fell over me during that period of my life. And uh, I got like three E's and two D's and I actually got kicked off the wrestling team. It was one of the worst year of my, years of my life. I used to go down to this, uh, the corner store, the 7-Eleven, and like binge on like, I get like a Twix, some gummy worms, uh, Arizona sweet tea, a Frito or a Funyun, and I get two taquitos. But this was a ritual, like every day, or maybe some Mountain Dew, I would get the Voltage or um, the Dark Berry they had at the time. And I would just binge every single day. And I remember feeling like my, like, like, you, you know that feeling when you come from the hospital uh, and you just did like, a, you may, you popped a pill or something like that, maybe an ibuprofen or something like that, and you feel out of it? You know, I felt like I was just in a fog. Because, you know, one of the biggest things is a lot of people eat a lot of calories, but they don't have a lot of nutrition. And what else is your brain functioning on? Your brain isn't even at maximum capacity of its function because you listen into oh, these, all these advertisements and all this inf- quote unquote information that's coming from the TV. Even the food, you know, the food pyramid that came from the government or whatever is flawed in a lot of ways. I think scientists broke it down and they said this is not the most effective diet for you. And if you think, oh, what's come, the information coming through the TV is the most effective diet and the most this, that and the third. Look at the main, look at the majority of people in the world and the trajectory of their life and ask yourself, do you want that to be the trajectory of your life? Think about it. Where have you gone? No matter what age you are, even if you're 18. And where have you been? Elon Musk, Bill Gates, all these people pretty much built a whole entire program at that age. And not only can they do it, you can do it too. If you're 27, Antonio T. Smith Jr. was in a trash can to 14. He made his first million at 27. How much life are you going to let slip by giving the same old excuses? Oh, someday, this, that, and the third. There is no change without a change of routine. And where do you think a change of routine comes from? A change of beliefs. You make a different decision because you believe a different outcome and a different future. You believe different things. You facilitate yourself different ways. And I'm not going to be too long-winded because we're supposed to have been close this out. But I want to give you two quotes. One quote is one of my favorite quotes. You want to change your habits today because they'll dictate where you go. First one, Ty Lopez always says this, you know, his, it's not his quote though. The chains of, hab- chains of habit are too weak to be felt until they are too strong to be broken. 
That's change number one. And two, because I want you to realize how much this applies to you. Literally everything you'll do from this point on, you have to make a difference today. It's from Isaac Newton. Y'all, y'all might think this, y'all, this is physics. We just learned this in school. No, this is everything. Objects in motion stay in motion. Now, you might be thinking, well, what the heck is that doing? That's a physics. That's talking about when you roll a ball. No, that's when you roll your mindset. And mm-hmm. it keeps going until you're 99 years old and you got to say that was the way I was raised. Everything that's in motion will stay in motion. And so if your life trajectory has been giving you crap over and over and over again because your mindset is giving you crap over and over and over again, that's going to stay in motion. If your emotions are running wild and you feel anger and sadness and depression and all these different things every single day, if it is not clinical, but if you're feeling all these things every single day, it's going to stay in motion. Objects in motion tend to stay in motion unless acted upon. And that is a conscious decision that you got to make with yourself, man. That applies to everything. You know, that applies to everything. So now is the time to reconsider and consider it by moving first forward and say, wait a minute. This might not be my fault. And two, these might not even be my own thoughts. You ever seen the movie Inception? How they planted the thought in your head? Mm-hmm. It kind of works in the same way. No baby is born thinking I want Cheetos. <laughs> that thought was planted in your brain. Yep. No human being is born thinking, hmm, my taste palette like Cheeto and not, and not green food, not green bean. <laughs> Though all these things are taught. That's all I have to say. That's how they feel about pineapple on pizza. Yeah, grow eat, up. Eat grow up. Pizza. Pineapple on pizza is fine, you know people. You, grow up. For the first 18 years of your life, you go through an indoctrination chamber. You ever thought about that? You get up every day. Oh, I, I, you, you pleasure lesions and you know what I'm saying? All, all, all this stuff now. Whether that's good or bad, it depends on who you are. Who it you is, it is low case strange, though. You know what I'm saying? Every single day. You, you don't even notice how the, how, the, how the teachers indoctrinated you. They play games with your minds. They don't even know why they're doing you know what it either. Saying? If you was in a classroom between the ages of zero and whatever, and they said one, two eyes on you, boom, just like Pavlov's dogs, how do you, you're going to respond? Mm-hmm. And you're going to, your actions and everything, your physiology, physiology will change and meet that call. You've been indoctrinated since you were young. You'll be at a, a, a event in, in, in San Antonio and a speaker will be on stage. If you want to say something, you got to raise your hand. You don't even feel the authority to speak out in public in situations like that because you always feel like, oh, God, I have to ask permission. I have to defer to somebody. Why is That's why you're spineless now. That's why you're not confident now. Mm-hmm. And then you take your anger out on other people. Hmm, that's all I have to say. So, yeah. Great contributions, friend. Great contributions. Okay. Um, so yeah, we talked a lot today. Um, I promise you, this is the end. Unless you want to keep hearing me, then you know, keep listening to this podcast. Um, but um, I think we're gonna we're gonna wrap up today's episode. Um, I talked a lot about having guts today. Do you have the guts to actually try to make a change, right? Um, and so I'm going to give you guys a challenge, especially to those of you, if I changed your mind, send this to somebody who's transphobic, send this to somebody who is not understanding transphobia, right? Who doesn't understand why it's wrong, because I don't think we can live in a world where we can be neutral on this idea. I don't think we can live in a world where, you know, I can, we can just say, well, I just personally don't agree with it. No, we got to change this. We gotta recognize trans people as people, y'all. We gotta stop misgendering people because it's it's really not good. So, my challenge to you guys, if you agreed with me the whole entire time, 
and you know you're like yes preach sis preach this, send this to somebody else. Okay. I want this to be spread. Not for me. Like I said, not for me, for the world, because I'm tired of leaving Facebook comments and fighting with people on Facebook. I want to talk about the real problems and I want to address everything and say it all. And that's what I'm going to do on this podcast. I don't know what next episode is going to be about. We have so many things. We're going to try to topple patriarchy and we'll talk about communism versus socialism versus capitalism. And um, just for like a little bit of a, I guess, look into what we're going to talk about. Not always even anything political or anything like that or human rights related, even just business stuff, anything. We're going to talk about that on this podcast. But the point of this podcast is to unfuck the world and that's what we're trying to do by showing people how they're fucking up the world and like i said i don't think i'm perfect i think i'm fucked up too and i'm trying to fix that and i want to fix it together and i think that's what we can do so your challenge is to send this someone who's transphobic and then we'll see if it helps um i'm alexis jacqueline smith this is dallas prater this is the unfuck the world podcast and thank you for listening thank you so much um stay tuned i don't know when i'm gonna post the next one but um Hopefully I'll do it regularly. Thank you. Hey guys, so just an update after the fact. I'm actually going to be uploading these podcasts on Wednesdays. I'm new to this, so just bear with me if I forget or if I somehow find out that this isn't working the best for me. But I really do appreciate you guys listening and I hope you are looking forward to the next episode. Bye!